Welcome to My Newfound Obsession, a podcast about the things we've become obsessed with and all of the things we've bought because of our latest obsession. We'll tell you if it was a waste of money or if it was totally worth it. I'm Clark Kim, your host, and Kevin returns with another nerdy obsession that I'm sure every trading card game player can relate to. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, Clark. Good to see you again. Of course, always. I'm curious as to see what your latest obsession is this week. Is this something as nerdy as we talked about last time, which was an obsession with a particular board game called Bang? Oh, man, you're going you're gonna to be excited because this is even way nerdier. <laughs> I'm, uh, this is my prime nerdiness here. Okay. Can't wait to hear it. Tell me, what, what is it? So my new obsession is card sleeves, card protective sleeves for trading card games. Okay, that's pretty nerdy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> card protective sleeves for trading card games. Trading card games like Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. I know those are big things because I myself am a sports card collector. Mm. And whenever I go to these local card shops, I remember the day when it was all baseball, football, hockey cards. Mm. Now it's 90, 95% Yu-Gi-Oh, yep, Magic. Yep. It's dominated by... Um, very passionate trading card game players. That's because it's more fun than just looking at a picture. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, before we get into it, like, have you been playing those kind of games for a long time? Have you, is there one particular game you actually like playing more than the others? Yeah, growing up, um, one of the most popular games was Pokemon uh, trading card game. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, so that was when I was in about fifth grade. Actually, that was exactly when I was in fifth grade. That's when Pokemon trading card game became very, very big. I mean, tons of people. I mean, I'm sure people who grew up in the 90s will remember this. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was a phenomenon. You go to the mall, people will line up and for like hours just to buy a booster pack for Pokemon. Yeah. And I got really into it. Um, it started off with just everyone just being addicted to Pokemon and just pretending like it was a sports card where <laughs> it had no value other than the picture. Right. Right. Um, but later down, uh, as I got a little bit older, I think I was in sixth grade, about a year older, my church friends started playing the actual game. Instead of just collecting, they started actually playing it. Right. And so I started actually playing it. And it was it was more fun than just looking at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> than just looking at Pikachu all day. Yeah, Pikachu Charizard. That was the big one. That, <laughs> right. Nowadays, uh, I heard that thing goes for thousands. I'm not, don't quote me on that, but... Uh, and I wish Some are I more one. valuable than others. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is it like trading cards where it, the condition has to be good too to have that value? Or yes. is it like the ability of that card is also plays a major factor in the price of the card? The the qual- uh, the condition of the card is very important, just right. like sports cards. Okay. Yeah. But you play with these cards, so I guess it makes sense to protect it some way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so you would want to protect it. So back in the day, we used just... Very cheap, like you get 99 cents for a thousand of them, very cheap plastic trading card protectors, and right. we would just play with those. Sorry, when you say trading card protectors, these are like plastic sleeves, I guess that's what they would call it. Very thin plastic sleeves. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then later on, I got into Yu Gi Oh! Uh, right. And that was actually, I was, that was actually in high school, which is, which is funny because like, 
I was pretty popular in high school too. I was the school's DJ. I was in the football team. I was on the tennis team. Okay. And then, and then during my lunch times, uh, I was a closet nerd. I would, I would go <laughs> in the corner in my history class and play Yu-Gi-Oh with a couple of my other friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you really a football star? And uh... no, I was not. A, I was a bench warmer in football. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I only played my freshman year. I was a complete bench warmer, and that's why, <laughs> never played again. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and later on in life, I got into Magic the Gathering, <laughs> and then finally, the one uh, that I got really, really into, the one I joined tournaments, I actually did really well, was World of Warcraft trading card game. They have a trading card game for World of Warcraft? Yeah, it was really big. It no longer exists. Uh, it died out a couple years ago. Okay. But... I was really into it. I was joining tournaments. I created a deck. I was uh, in Southern California. I was ranked. Um, we won. I won many regionals. I even got to the national level. Wow! And because I was winning, I was going to these tournaments and playing at the local card shops, mm-hmm. multiple local card shops. Um, the way those local card shop tournaments will work is you'll pay a entry fee, mm-hmm. like it's like fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. Okay. And that will be the price pool. But instead of the winner getting the cash, they'll mm-hmm. give you store credit. Oh, I see. So I will have like hundreds of dollars of store credit at right. local car shops. And would you buy more cards with that store credit? No. So at this point, <laughs> um, I was buying board games. I was buying anything, but it's oh, what I see. got me into card sleeves. Right. Because I had so much local card, uh, local card shop currency, <laughs> I would just go off and just try out all the protective sleeves and yeah. see which one I liked the most. So not all card sleeves are created equal? Oh no, definitely not. Come on. Um, the quali- it's a quality is a huge difference. Um, when you're looking for protective sleeves, mm-hmm. you want something that's durable yeah. because this is not something we just put, in, uh, put inside and then put in our room. We, we shuffle these like oh, it's right. a deck of cards. So if you have flimsy plastic, it's going to rip. Mm-hmm. So durability is very important. Yeah. Also, the material is very important because the way you shuffle it is not like a 52-card deck where you shuffle it in a bridge. Mm-hmm. You'll shuffle it in a raffle, like raffling. You take a half of the deck and you take the other half with your left arm and then you just push it through. And... If you don't have sleeves that has too much friction, mm-hmm. then it's not going to be able to shuffle well. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like, so it's not like the plastic sleeves you would use for sports cards, where you just put it in and you probably put in a top loader, yeah. and then that's it. So yeah. these are different. They are different for sure. It's it's definitely better than those mm. sports card uh, ones because the sports cards ones you want it as thin as possible, mm-hmm. so you could put it into a top loader. Right. But in these ones, it's a definitely heavier material, thicker. Yeah, higher quality for sure. So when you put in those higher quality sleeves, that's all you need to put it in? You don't put it yep. in anything else? That's it. Oh, for okay. the ones that you actually play with, right. for collectibles, you'll put it into a top one. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is there a certain brand or that you recommend, or is there one that's head above all others? My favorite is a brand called Dragon Shield. Dragon Shield. Dragon Shield card protective sleeves okay are there like a lot of different brands or is this like one of a few there's a lot of different ones but dragon shield in particular is uh the higher higher quality one i think it's very popular in the trading card community Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's many different colors you could choose from and it's just very durable that's the 
that's the key. Is durability is the most important for yeah. uh, trading card games. Are they expensive? How much do they range for? About ten dollars in the U.S., uh, thirteen dollars in Canada. For how many? Hundred or more. Okay. Yeah. Typically, like, how many cards does one player have? Is there an average amount? Yeah, it depends on the card game you're playing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of card games usually use the sixty card system. Okay. Um, other card games, like the one that I played, was the one. Uh, the next game after WaTCG was called Android Netrunner. Okay. And uh, this this particular card, it's actually my favorite card game now. But does it still exist? No, <laughs> it just got canceled last year, actually, uh, in two thousand eighteen. Okay, I feel like you shouldn't play those games anymore. There's a strong correlation between card games that get canceled and after oh, yeah. the <laughs> oh, yeah. for the ones that you really love playing. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, but this game you really love playing. But that had no limit. To how many cards you can have in your deck? No limit. No limit. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Isn't there like everyone has to have the same number of cards? And no. And this one was very unique. It had no limit, so you could have、uh, as many as you want. But the thing is, the more cards that you put, this is for any card game. The more cards you put in,、mm-hmm. the more RNG comes into play, which is random number generator, which is more randomness. So you want less cards. Uh, in a usually in a game because then it becomes less random with the cards that you're going to get. I'm not sure I understood any of that, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for Others it. Others will know what I'm talking okay. about. <laughs> okay, so you recommend the Dragon Shield? The Dragon Shield, yeah. Okay, and are there card games that you play right now, or have you grown out of that? It's been a long time. I, I mean,、uh, I think a lot of these card games are going digital. So Hearthstone、oh, came back and. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get into card games. It's a very, very expensive to get into trading、right. card games. So just going back to what you said about these card games going digital, is there still an appeal to just actually playing with real tangible cards? Because you know what, when I go to these local card shops, I see a bunch of people playing with actual cards at the table. Yeah, I think it's it still has a mass appeal.、Um, Magic the Gathering. Is a game that's been out、uh, for for decades, yeah, and they are more popular now than ever. It's it's there's been a resurgence of people playing Magic: the Gathering, and it, it's because the community it creates. It's it's really key.、Uh, any tabletop games like board games from Settlers of Catan to trading card games to Dungeons and Dragons, it creates a community that is really hard to beat. Yeah,、um, and it's much tighter knit. Than a online community of digital games.、Yeah. So, whenever you move to a new city or checking out a new city, one of the best ways to meet friends、um, outside of Tinder is <laughs> <laughs> is through、uh, playing trading card games. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know what I thought of? We could have like a nerd section on our website, mynewfoundobsession.com,、mm-hmm. and it'll just be about all your latest obsessions. Oh, of all my nerdiness stuff, the pages will go wild. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to my newfound obsession, and we hope you subscribe to our podcast to hear more about our latest obsessions. And if you're interested in checking out any of the products we've mentioned in this episode, we made it real easy for you to find on our website at mynewfoundobsession.com. Till next time, take care. <laughs>